turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Well, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. If you just tuned in, we are a live program. We're here in studio, ready to take your calls, ready to pray for your prayer requests, ready to answer your questions and seek the Lord. You know, we were just listening to to somebody on the radio and saying, when you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. But like I was saying, that is the prerequisite. You need to seek the Lord with all your heart, don't we? He is awesome and he is mighty and he is beyond, beyond what we can think or imagine. So I just want to invite you to call in tonight and pray with us and give us the opportunity to pray for you and your needs. But we're going to open the program in prayer right now. So would you join me right now just for a moment and let's open the program with prayer. Father, we come before you, Lord, seeking you and desiring you with all of our heart, Lord. Lord, we seek you because we know that you said that when we seek you with all our heart, you you will be found by us. Yes, that's your promise, and I thank you, Lord. I thank you for, for letting us know that wherever two or three are gathered in your name, there you are in the midst of us. So, Lord, I just we just want to commit this hour to you, Lord. Holy Spirit, take over. Fill this time with your presence and your power and your abundant grace and mercy. I pray a a blessing upon each and every listener and each and every caller tonight, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, welcome to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you here for the next hour. We're a live program here in studio. When you call in tonight, you're going to talk to us on the air, on the radio, and we're going to be praying for you. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, I invite you to call in. The number is 888-995-5552. What's going on in your life? You know, we are in some um, pretty amazing times right now. You know, there's so much going on in the country. There's so much going on in the world. I just spoke to a friend of mine, uh, Rene Zanolato. Uh, he's 77 years old and he's back in Russia right now visiting the pastors there that are doing, that are evangelizing and 
doing church and just doing the work of God. Uh, a friend of mine that he went to visit, Pastor Lioba, uh, just had an accident, so we want to pray for him. Uh, he was in a car accident, thank God. There, as far as I know, he's okay. But uh, Renee went out there to to see what happened and to encourage them, have uh, Bible studies with them, teachings with them. So there's an amazing uh, ministry going on in Russia. There's amazing things going on in the world. But there's also some terrible things going on in the world. We're living in some trying times. And I just want to encourage you that through prayer, things change. Look at this. Look at what Ephesians 3.20 says. It says, Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations, Forever and ever, Amen. And you know what this, this 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 scripture tells me is just the Lord was ministering to me as I was reading it before the program. He does the impossible. The impossible is possible to a God who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think. You know, God goes beyond what we ask. He goes beyond what we think. He does according to his power, and his power is limitless. You know, Jesus said that what's impossible for man, all things are possible with God. So if there's an impossible thing going, something that's impossible to fix, something that's impossible to heal, God does the impossible. And I encourage you, reach out to God tonight. Reach out to God in prayer. It starts by picking up the phone and dialing 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Call that number. We'll pray with you. We'll seek the God who does the impossible, who's able to do the impossible. Whatever's going on in your life, if there's a sickness, if there's a disease, if there's something that you need healed, you're seeking God to heal your your body. If you're seeking him to heal your emotions, if you, you, you've suffered loss or there's a hurt in your heart, God can heal that hurt. God can fill that place in your heart. You know, if there's something going on in your marriage, if your children, grandchildren, you know, if, they, if, if something needs to happen in their life, you need to pray for them. We as parents hold that responsibility. We lift up our children in prayer. Lift up your spouse, your husband, your wife in prayer. Whatever's going on, God is able what? To do abundantly beyond all that we ask or think. God is able. Call in. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. For the live on your calls, if you need prayer or if you know somebody who needs prayer, let's lift them up in prayer. Like I always say, let's stand in the gap for those who either aren't praying, don't know how to pray, can't pray, don't want to pray. Let's pray for them. Let's stand in the gap for them. God can make a way. You know, God brings forth rivers and streams in the desert where there is no water. God creates a way. Where there is no path, God makes a way. 
not to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. You know what I mean? For all generations. That's, that comes down to us throughout the ages, throughout the generations, from generation to generation to generation, God is at work within us. So if you can believe that, if you can grab a hold of that, then grab a hold of that telephone and call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. You can call that number for your prayer requests, and we'll pray. You can call that number and ask questions about the Bible. Ask your question about Christianity. Ask your question about the cults, the occult, doctrine, theology, world religion, whatever's on your mind tonight. Whatever whatever question you need answered, let's look for the answer in the Bible. You know, I always say, Jesus is the answer. He's not just a answer. He's the answer. He said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. You know, there are not lots of ways to God. There's only one way. There's only one way to God. And that's through the Son, Jesus Christ. So let's look for the answer. If if there's a question on your mind tonight, call in. The number is 888-995-5552. Well, today is the Lord's Day. You're starting off today. You're starting off the Lord's Day with us here uh, at the Gypsy Christian Hour. Thank you for tuning in. But like I said, this is the Lord's Day. And we want to make sure that we do what God wants us to do on this day, especially on every day. But this day is special because it's the Lord's Day. Traditionally, we get together, Christians have been getting together for two centuries, to, uh, sorry, two millennia already. For this, Throughout the centuries, Christians get together on Sunday. Sunday is the Lord's Day, and it's the day we gather as, a, as the body of Christ to worship God, to hear his word as a church. So I encourage you to support your local church. Your church is open. Thank God. You know, for so long, for, what, 18 months, two years, churches were closed. Now our churches are open again. So we want to make sure that we support our church, that we support our local church. Make sure you're in church today. You know, it's, it's, it's important. It's important that we get together for the three Ps, prayer, Praise and proclamation. The pro, you know, we get together to worship God, to praise Him, to worship Him. We get together to pray together, to seek the Lord together in prayer. And when God's word is proclaimed from that pulpit, when it's preached, you know, we hear His word, we hear the message, and we're encouraged, we're built up. That's what the church gatherings is for. That's what it's for to build up believers. So, get to your local church. Support your local church. If you don't have a church, then we'll help you find a church. You can call in tonight uh, at 888-995-5552. Call in, leave us your name and a phone number or an email address. Let us know what area you live in, and we will recommend a church. Uh, You can also email me at SammyNLA, that's S-A-M-M-Y, N as in Nancy, L-A, dot kkla at gmail.com you know uh give me your 
your your your where you live, just a city. That's all we need, just to know what city you live in, and I'll email you back, and you'll have a church in your area that we can recommend. Uh, you can also uh, email with your prayer request, and we'll be praying through the week for your prayer request. You can uh, email your question. If you have a question, we'll answer it here on the radio. So don't forget, support your local church. If you need it, if you're in the San, if you're in the San Gabriel Valley, Pasadena, Arcadia, Monrovia area, we're at 805 North First Avenue. Pastor Walter Hofflin is the pastor of the Hills Church Arcadia. If you're looking for a church to visit or make your home, we invite you to the Hills Church in Arcadia, 805 North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia. Okay, well, we're, we're the, the board is loading up, so Mike, Vicky, Jeremiah, Eddie, Cherry, hold on, we'll get to your calls in just a minute or two. Uh, we've got three open lines, uh, so if you're calling in, call in. Get your calls in early, get your prayer requests in early, get your questions in. 888-995-5552. We're going to pray for some people that are on our prayer list already. I want to continue to pray for Michael Nicholas, my brother. He's recovering from heart surgery. I want to pray for Noah Mitlow, who will possibly be going for surgery in a month or two. We want to pray for Eric Mitlow, who had also had surgery and is recovering. So we want to pray God's continued blessing and healing upon them. I want to pray for Fletcher up in Portland, Oregon. He's battling cancer, so we need God, again, to do the impossible. We want to see healing for Fletcher. We also want to pray for John and for Vera, who has COVID. We want to pray for Jeremiah for healing for his ankle and for them to find a house. We want to pray for Matthew Clark for an eye condition. We also want to pray for Seth, Dennis, Valerie, and Kylie. We want to pray for Mimi for deliverance for her medical issues, for finances, and for renewal. So would you join me as we pray, as we stand in the gap here for these prayer requests. Father, we come before you, Lord, seeking and desiring your perfect will to be accomplished. Lord, for your power to be manifest and seen upon the earth. Lord, we pray for continued healing for Michael. Lord, we pray for Noah, Lord, that you would be the healer of his body, Lord, that you would be the healer of his spine, Father, that you would take care of this situation, Father. I pray for Eric for continued recovery and blessing and healing, Lord, that he would no longer have this problem, this this stomach problem, Father, but that you would heal him totally and completely, Lord. I pray for Fletcher, Muldad. I pray, Devla, that you would have your perfect way in his life, that we would see a miraculous instance of miracle after miracle for him, Lord. Lord, I pray your healing, your grace and your mercy upon him and the family. I pray, Lord, for John and for Vera, your healing from coronavirus, Lord, and all those who have corona, Father. I thank you, Lord, because the cases are going down in the county, but I pray that they would continue to go down. I pray that more and more would continue to get released from the hospital from COVID, Lord, that there would be more and more healings, that there would be less and less people in, 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 in intensive care, Lord, or on respirators. 
I pray an end to coronavirus. I pray protection from the this monkeypox, all of this the sickness and disease that surround us, Lord. And I thank you, Father. I pray, Lord, for Matthew Mukodad. I pray for healing upon his eyes. I pray for Jeremiah, Lord, healing for his ankle and Lord, that they would receive your housing, Lord, that you would provide house for them, Lord. I pray for Seth, for Dennis, for Valerie, for Kylie. I pray for Mimi, Lord, for her needs, the deliverance that she needs, the medical issues and healing that she needs, finances and a spiritual renewal. All this for your glory, Lord. All this, Lord, that your power would be seen upon the earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, those are our prayer requests. We're going to get to the phone lines. I remind you, you know, we're we're here for one hour. Uh, we're already into the program over 16 minutes. How quickly the time passes. So get your calls in early. Get your questions in early. Number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. We're here to pray with you. We're here to talk about the Bible with you. We're here to share the gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ. He is able and abundant to do beyond what we think, beyond what we ask, what we need to ask. You know, if you haven't received Christ yet in your life, if you were just going through the dial and you came across this 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 program, well, that's a divine appointment. That's God working in your life that you would hear this message, that you would hear that Jesus is the way, that Jesus loves you. Would you call in tonight? If that's going on with you, if the Lord is just moving upon you right now, call in, let's talk. Number is 888-995-5552. Well, let's go to our first caller, and we're going to talk to Vicki. Hi, Vicki, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, Sam, how are you? I'm doing well, how are you doing? I'm thankful. Um, I just have uh, three questions that I want to ask. Well, they're actually from the scriptures in the Bible. Okay. Can you explain or uh, give uh, us your input on uh, the Bible uh, says that hell is enlarging her mouth? Hell is so what? I was just hell is enlarging her mouth. That is found in, I believe, uh, Isaiah. 14 and 4. Isaiah 14, 4. Let's go to it quickly. Oh, I'm sorry. Isaiah 5 and 14. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Isaiah 5 and 14. Yeah, yeah. It says, let's hear. Therefore, Sheol has enlarged its throat and opened its mouth without measure. And Jerusalem's splendor, her multitude, her din of revelry, and jubilant within her descend into it. Well, you know... Isaiah is talking about the wicked. It says, Therefore my people go into exile for their lack of knowledge, and their honorable men are famished, and their multitudes is parched and with thirst. Therefore Sheol, it's, it's saying that because of, of Israel's wickedness, because of Israel's disobedience, God's judgment is coming upon them, and they're going to end up in, in, they're going to end up in, in, uh, in Babylon. And that hell is hell's throat and hell's uh, mouth is wide open, waiting for them to be so wicked and so depart from the Lord that they're going to end up, you know, 
disobedient, so disobedient to God that they're going to well, that they're going to uh, stray so stray so far from God that they'll be lost. You know, it's not your your position with God that saves you. It's not that you you're a Jew or you're uh, in the Jewish faith or in or or, or uh, uh, you know you're a descendant of Abraham. That's not what saves you. It is your belief, your trust, and your relationship with God. You know why were they? Why did Israel uh, sacrifice to the Lord? Because they believed in his word. They believed in what he said. He gave them commandments. And he said, when you sin or if you fall into sin, you need to make amends for your for your, for your sins in, in sacrifice. It wasn't the sacrifice that saved. It was their obedience. And God is saying here, because you're so disobedient, you're going to fall into the hands of Satan. And, you know, all through the Bible, he's calling them back to obedience. What did Jesus do when he, didn't he weep over Jerusalem? He said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, oh, Jerusalem, I would have taken you under the, my, I would have taken you as a, as a hen takes its chicks under her wings. You know, he mourned over Jerusalem's disobedience. All through, you know, all through the Old Testament, you know, we see God calling Israel back into obedience. Yeah, but that scripture is for us today also. It's not just Oh, of course. Oh, it goes without saying. We, you know, we interpret the Old Testament in light of the New Testament. You know, and as as I said before, you know, for, uh that that uh, uh God does abundantly beyond what we ask or think from generation to generation, you know, the, these words go from generation to generation also. It's 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 God's judgment on disobedience and wickedness. That's true. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm glad that, that you did explain it that way because sometimes, you know, people can look at scriptures in the Old Testament and just think that it was for people, you know, before Jesus ever came into the world and the way he died and he yeah. rose. Well, you know, the Bible but, tells uh, us that Jesus is the same yesterday, yesterday, today, and God is immutable. He's unchangeable. God doesn't change. Yes. What what he meant for, for Israel, he also means for us. Why did he say it to Israel? Because Israel were the, were, was the believing nation. They were, they were the they were well they were unique because they believed in one God. You know, their next door neighbor Egypt had hundreds and hundreds of gods they believed in. You know, all over, you know every other country, every other people in the world all believed in in, in different gods, but right. Israel believed in the one true God. That's what made them unique. And we believe in the one true God. So what what God said to Israel, you know, three thousand, four thousand years ago, you know, it's it, it stays the same for even us today. Right. Okay, Sam. Uh, but I said in uh, Thessalonians, it's a second. Uh, I think it's uh, two and three. It says that there will be a great falling away. Where are you that? now? Second Thessalonians. Yeah, two and verse three. Second Thessalonians two and verse three. I'm familiar with what you're saying, that before yeah. the Lord comes. Yeah. That there will be a great apostasy, a great falling away. It says, let no one in any way deceive you, for it will not come, that's the return of Christ, unless the apostasy comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of destruction. It's talking about the end times. It's talking about the Antichrist being uh, revealed and, 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 and making himself known. And at that time, there will be a great apostasy. Look at the world now. You know, 
the United States was founded as a Christian nation. You know, I don't care what people, what what what, what deceivers will say, but the men who founded this nation all believed in God and they believed in the Word of God. They believed in the Bible. You know, some of them might have been deists, so but 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 they were all God fearing, God believing men, and they founded this country on Christian beliefs. And since then, in, especially in the twentieth century, we have been straying. From God, we took uh, we took uh, the the Ten Commandments. Uh, we took prayer out of the schools, right. and then they legalized uh, the killing of innocent children, unborn children, and now they legalized they legalized marriage, uh, same sex marriage. You know, we this have been getting a, we have been getting away. We have been getting so more and more away from God. The apostasy right. isn't coming. The apostasy is here. The falling away is here. You know, less yeah. and less. Uh, just speaking of America, of the United States, there are less and less people in America who identify as Christians, who you know, than than any other time in in, in history. It's unbelievable, but the Bible says it's going to happen, and it's happening. We see it now uh, happening as we speak. That's why those of us who do believe, who are evangelical Christians, need to be more outspoken, but, you know, in love and in grace and in mercy and with respect, you know, we need to make the gospel known. We need to be more, we need to be bolder in proclaiming the gospel, but like I said, with love and with respect. And here's a word, tolerance. You know, we are to be tolerant, but, you know, we can tolerate things. We don't have to agree. Tolerance doesn't mean you agree with somebody. It just means you give them their space. They believe the way they believe. That's fine. They're entitled to their opinion. They're entitled to their belief. But we also are entitled to ours. But also... Uh, Sam, that's to what you say, but uh, the Bible does talk about rebuking and correcting people because if we really love people's souls, well, I mean, that's what... Well, Vicki, let me tell you something. When you preach the gospel, it's a rebuke. It's a correction. When you share the gospel, that's rebuking the the, the, the worldview that, 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 that disagrees with the Bible. Because we're telling people about Jesus Christ. Now, does that rebuke have to be in a mean-spirited way? No, it doesn't. But you do it, it in love, right? It can be so, said in love and with grace and with respect. And firmness. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so uh, one last question. Uh, Revelation 22, verses 11 and 12. Just quickly, it talks about, it says, Let them that are holy continue to be holy. Uh, they that are just continue to be just, and uh, it talks about they that are unholy. You said Revelation 22 what? 11 and 12. 11 and 12. Let's read that. Let the one who does wrong still do wrong, and the one who is filthy still be filthy, and let the one who is righteous still be righteous, and the one who is holy still keep himself holy. Behold, I... Behold, yes. I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to render to every man according to what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. So what's your question? Could you just explain those three? Well, he, he's just saying, saying he's saying that those who do wrong, 
Those who do evil, they're going to still do evil. Those who are filthy and dirty and in their sin, they're still going to be in their sin. And the righteous will be righteous, and the holy will keep themselves holy. And when he comes, he's bringing his reward to those who are righteous in him and holy in him. He says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. You know, uh, it says, blessed are those who, who, who wash their robes. You know, yes. it's saying that, you know, when, when he comes, he's going to find sinners along with the righteous and the holy. There's going to be believers and there's going to be unbelievers. You know, the whole, even though the Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, it doesn't mean the whole world is going to be saved. He provided salvation for everyone in the world. He provided salvation for everyone who will accept Jesus, but not all will accept Jesus. Okay, Vicky? Thanks a lot, Tim. God bless you and your family. Thank you, Vicky. God bless you. Good night. Okay, good questions. Long phone call, but uh, I hope you're still holding on, everyone, and we're going to take all your calls. You can call us at 888 nine nine five 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 two that's eight 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 nine nine five fifty five fifty two if you need prayer if you know somebody needs prayer or if you have questions like vicky call in tonight we encourage you we're here for another half an hour only so call in get your calls in early it's eight 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 nine nine five 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 two let's go to our next caller and talk to mike hi mike you're on the gypsy christian hour Hi again, Sam. Hey, good. How are you doing? We're doing, we're surviving another week, so uh, everything's good. Good. Uh, praise just, the Lord. Yeah, I know. Um, please just say another prayer for us again. I appreciate Amen. it. Amen. Well, Father, we come before you, Lord. We thank you for this past week, Lord. But the, this week is, is gone. It's over. And we want to start a new week. We start our week with you, Lord. And I just pray your blessing upon Mike and his mom, I pray your continued blessing, continued health in their life, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that this week would be even better than last week, Lord, that they would receive and find blessings from unexpected places, Lord, that you would just be at work in their life, that you, Holy Spirit, would just fill their hearts, fill their homes, fill the the time that they have, Lord, together, wherever they are, whatever they're doing, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that you would be at the center of it all. In Jesus' name, amen. Excellent, Sam. Thanks again. God bless you, Mike. You too. Bye. Well, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. We're here till 1 a.m., another half an hour. We're here to pray for your prayer requests. We're here to answer questions. We're here to proclaim the Bible and seek God. Seek him for all that he is, and he is all that we need. He is abundant and able to do beyond all that we ask, even what we think. So call in tonight with your prayer requests. Call in tonight with your with your Bible questions. The number is 888-995-5552. As it is the bottom of the hour, I want to just remind you that we are a listener-supported program. You know, as you pray this week, I hope you'll pray about us here at the Gypsy Christian Hour. You know, we're starting uh, this September, we're starting our 30, we'll be here 35 years uh, here at KKLA. We started back in 1987 here at KKLA. And we want to continue to be here for you, being a resource for your 
prayer requests, a resource for answering questions, uh, just what God's people need. We want to be here for, for all of you to be a resource to help. So if you can help us, we want to continue to be here at KKLA. But we, again, we need financial resources. So if you can see your way clear in prayer as the Lord leads to help us, we'd love to hear from you. You can make a check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour or GCH Ministries and send it to P.O. Box 93917. That's P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. Would you pray about that? Pray about it. You know, whether you send $5, $10, $50, $100, whatever you send in, we so appreciate it. You know, I'm so humbled by those of you who take the time to write a check and send it in and help us pay the bills here uh, for, for being here at KKLA. So if you can, if you're able to, make a check of money order out to GCH Ministries or the Gypsy Christian Hour, P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. Let's go back to our phone lines, and if you want to call in, the number is 888-995-5552. Let's go to our phone lines, and we're going to talk to Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Oh, hi, Sammy. Hold on. I'm going to be lowering my radio, because I know it's a 10-second delay. Right. Yeah, God bless you, Sammy, in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. I had, I had a question for you. The book of Peter, like the first book of Peter and second Peter, is it in the New Testament or the older? They talk about them in the both uh, New and Old Testament. Well, first, first and Second Peter, they're both in the New Testament. You know, the apostles. But, but are they in the Old Testament? No, no. Yes, First and Second Peter is in the New Testament. What about the Old Testament? They don't talk about them in the Old Testament. Talk about who? About about First Peter and Second Peter. <laughs> no, Jeremiah. No, the, the, Peter wasn't even born, uh, you know, until uh, the time of Christ. The Old Testament was was finished uh, four hundred years before the New Testament even began. Well, I know, I know, the Book of Micah is in the Old Testament, right, Micah? Yes, the Book of Micah is the last book in the Old Testament. Oh, I'm sorry, not, Ma- not Micah, Malachi. Malachi is the last book of the Old Testament. Yeah, there's Halakha and Homotaya, right? The book of Homotaya, right? No, there's no Homotaya. What was it? Homo- oh, Halakha, Halakha, right? Was it Halakha? Halakha? No, no. There's, there's a lot of... No, there's... You know, the, the, the Old Testament, you know, there's uh, 66 books in the Bible, you know, and the Old Testament, there's uh, the prophets, which were Malachi, Zechariah, Haggai, Zephaniah, Habakkuk, you know, there's, but there's the ones you mentioned are not in the Old Testament. Oh, yeah, you just said Habakkuk, right? Yeah, Habakkuk, maybe I got it wrong. Yeah, I wanted you, yeah, I wanted you to pray again for my leg because it's getting a little bit better. My leg is getting better. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, I guess, pray for this weld. I guess, you know, this, I don't know, this weld is getting out of control. And then also, Joe Biden came down with COVID 19. I know. I don't really like them that much, but I know the Bible says we got to pray for them who's in authority. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Well, we come before you, Lord, and we seek and desire your will for Jeremiah, that you would heal his leg, Lord, that you would bless him with health and uh, healing from his ankle and his leg. I pray for that you would uh, just provide a house for them, Lord, and I pray for your will to be done in the world and also your your healing upon all those who would have coronavirus, including Joe, President Joe Biden, Lord, that you would heal him totally and completely, Lord. Father, that you would lead him, Lord, and give him wisdom in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of Yeshua, Mashiach. Amen. And I had another quick question. How many chapters is it in uh, the book of Malachi? How many chapters? In the book of Malachi, there's four chapters. There's four chapters? Yep. It's a short book. Oh, that's a short yeah, it's a short book. All right, thank you very much, Sammy. God bless. Okay, Jeremiah, God bless. Let's go back to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Eddie. Hi, Eddie, you're on the GFC Christian Hour. Hi, Sam, how you doing? Doing well, Eddie, how you doing? I'm good. Um, I have a question. Um, what's the difference between Pentecost and Pentecostals and Neo-Pentecostals? What kind of Pentecostals? Neo. Like neo neo pentecostals well yeah. the the prefix neo is is uh, is like the new pentecostals or uh, you know i've never heard that phrase before but the prefix neo means like a, a, a new form of pentecostals but typically okay. the the pentecostal denomination is a denomination that believes that spiritual gifts are of today. Uh, Mm -hmm. We believe in uh, faith healings. We believe in speaking in tongues, interpretation of tongues, uh, prophecy, that all the gifts of the Holy Spirit are for today. Uh, Non-Pentecostals believe that at the end of the the apostolic age, or when the last apostle died, that the gifts uh, were extant or ceased, uh, yeah. either either when the apost- last apostle died, which was John, or when the canon of Scripture was closed, which is when the Bible was put together, that those miracles or those uh, spiritual gifts stopped or ceased. Uh, yeah. Pentecostals believe that they never stopped, they never ceased, uh, they continued just at a lesser degree, probably, and then there was a resurgence of spiritual gifts here in the twentieth, well, in the twentieth 20th, 20th century, and uh, the Azusa Street Revival was uh, uh, an example of, of of that manifestation, and then the Jesus Movement, and ever since then, uh, typically, the biggest difference uh, is the difference between a Pentecostal and Charismatic. Uh, Charismatics uh, believe, uh, like Pentecostals, in the speaking of tongues, baptism of the Holy Spirit. But uh, Pentecostals believe that baptism of the Holy Spirit is evidenced by the speaking of tongues, while Charismatics believe that any uh, manifestation of a spiritual gift is evidence of uh, baptism in the Holy Spirit. It's you know it's it's an in-house debate. It's a non-essential. You don't have to believe. Uh, you know, in spiritual gifts to to yeah. be saved. There are right. many denominations that don't, like the Baptist, uh, you know, uh, Protestant, uh, many denominations in, Pro- in the Protestant uh, faith 
that don't believe in the gifts for today, like the Baptists or Presbyterians, Lutherans, Methodists. Uh, they don't typically believe. There are, there are some that do, but most of them don't. Yeah. Okay. Now, how about, um, for example, if a pastor of a church says, how many people want to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit? And, they, and he asks them to come down so he can pray for them. And if he's speaking in tongues, he's telling his congregation to repeat after what I'm saying. Now, is that No, true? no, I don't believe that that's a proper way. You, know, you can pray for people to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but there shouldn't be any coaching. You know, if I, mm, if I yeah. say, you know, tie my bow tie, tie my bow tie, tie my bow tie, if I keep repeating that, yeah. you know, yeah. that yeah. it sounds like tongues, but, you know, it's just, it's just, you know, it's just a phrase or tie my bow tie, you know, and you keep saying it over and over again, you know, that's not tongues, you know, that, yeah. and, and, you know, uh, you know, a friend of mine uh, told me once that, in, you know, he's from a denomination that doesn't believe uh, that speaking in tongues is for today. He says, you know, we don't, suppose, we don't so as much uh, uh, reject the speaking in tongues or the use of the speaking in tongues, we reject mm-hmm. the abuse of speaking in tongues. Right, you know, right. the, there's 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 real there's the true gift of speaking in tongues, and then there's the false gift. And so much of right. what we see on television, and so much of what we see of, you know, these these uh, charlatans, you know, that are coming off as you know spiritual leaders, uh, it really gives Christianity a, a bad name. And it really doesn't uh, glorify God in any way. It, it looks like a circus. Some of the you know the mm-hmm. laughing in the spirit and the falling down on the floor and rolling around and barking like dogs. You know, we, this guy uh, Rodney Howard Brown. You know, I'll mention his name. You know, he's been. Uh, you know, it's just a joke with, with, with the things that happens in his church and and the uh, what it was that. Uh, I forget where it was in Florida that uh, they had that so-called revival, and in, yeah. and, in and in Canada the Toronto blessing. The Toronto blessing. You know, they, those were you know those 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 were a bad mark on Christianity. You know, it just yeah. it was just it's not the 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 true uh, gift that God bestows. You know, and and right. you know when you know when when speaking in tongues is done in a congregation or in a church. A set in a, in, a, in a church setting, you know, Paul is very clear that if there's a speaking in tongues or prophecy in tongues, there has to be an interpretation. You know, you see these guys yeah, speaking in yeah. tongues, you never see an interpretation or a message from mm-hmm. God. Yeah, it's all, it's yeah. just showing off, or, you know, it's just, you know, I, there was a one time when uh, Rodney Howard Brown and Kenneth Copeland were like dueling tongues, they were speaking to each other in tongues. And it was like they were just speaking over each other and going back and forth. No interpretation, no message from no. God, just a silly, yeah. uh, silly exhibition of what shouldn't be done and sh- what should not be done in the name of Christ. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks for calling, Eddie. God bless. Well, if you'd like to call in tonight with a prayer request, if you'd like to call in tonight. With a Bible question, there's a lot of questions tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552.
If you'd like to call in with a prayer request, if you'd like to call in with a Bible question, we'd love to hear from you. That's why we're here. Uh, Something I don't get a chance to remind you enough about is, number one, the KKLA app. If you have a smartphone, a PC, an iPad, go to your Google Store or your iTunes Store and download the KKLA app. Uh, You'll have uh, the opportunity to know what's going on uh, here at the station, the station events that, that go on, the uh, notifications and opportunities, all the shows that the uh, programs that are here on KKLA, a uh, lot going on, and you'll really enjoy that app. It's for free. It's a free app. Go to your iTunes Store or your Google. Uh, what, what do you call that? Google Store, and you can download the KKLA app. For free, and if you do that, you'll be able to listen to us anytime you want. We record our program, and it's on the podcast page. So you can go to kkla.com or go to the KKLA app, and you can go to the podcast page, and you'll see all of our pre- all of our recorded shows. Uh, within twenty four to forty eight hours, this show will be on that podcast page. Uh, if you missed a show or two and you'd like to catch up or if you'd like to share this program with somebody and i hope you will uh tell them about the gypsy christian hour tell them about what we do here uh and they can listen to us on demand so you can you can go to your uh itunes or google play and download the kkla app and listen to us on podcast uh let's go back to our phone lines and we're going to talk to jc Hi, JC. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How are you, Pastor Sammy? Well, how are you doing? I'm fine. Thank you, sir. The, 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 the reason why I call you is because uh, my, my, my family is being sick. I mean, you know, my power is being sick as well. I don't know. I'm going to go take my kids uh, for it. I got COVID or not. I never thought of it before, but, you know, probably mm-hmm. because I'm working in a, I'm working at the store. But I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't okay. have anything. It's well, only a little, like, like a little, like. Uh, well, have you? Has your family been to the doctor? You say your family is sick. No, but my family, you know, is sick. But uh, but um, it's, it's, but it's getting better. Okay. Well, let's. We got already already well, the vaccine. Well, let's pray, we JC. Let's pray. Yeah. Lord Jesus, we come before you. You're the one who does abundantly, exceedingly beyond what we ask, even what we think, Lord. And I bring J.C. and his family before you, Lord, and I pray your protection, your healing upon them, Lord. Father, that there would be no coronavirus, no flu, Lord, that nothing would come against them, Father, but that your healing hand would be upon J.C. and his family, and that all would be well, Lord. I think of your scripture, Lord, it says that you would, that they be pro- that they would prosper and be in health as their souls prosper, Lord. As they seek you, Lord, as they desire you, let them, Lord, reap the benefits of being blessed by you, Lord. Open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing upon J.C. and his family. All in Jesus' name, for your glory. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Jamie. God bless you. God bless you, J.C. Let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Yolanda. Hi, Yolanda. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hello? So, Yolanda, are you there? 
Hello? Yes, I'm here. Oh, there you go. Now we can hear okay. you. It's, How can we pray yeah, for you, Yolanda? All right. My question is, I just looked it up online, First uh, Timothy, okay. second chapter, 12th verse, talks about women preachers. So what do you feel about that, and why is it so... Okay, First Timothy... Why? Okay, hold on. Yes. Hold on. Let's go, Let's go to First Timothy... First Timothy 2.12. 2.12? Okay. Okay. Familiar it with talks it? talks about women preaching over men, that they should not, they should be silent. Okay. So here, what do you feel? Okay, listen, let's, 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 let's go here. But I do not, okay. now this is Paul speaking to Timothy. He's instructing Timothy. Yes. Timothy's a new pastor. Right. I do mm-hmm. not allow a woman to teach, and here's, here's the, the thing, exercise authority over a man, but to remain yes. quiet. Now, here's the explanation. For it was Adam who was first created, and then Eve. And it was not Adam who was deceived, but the woman being deceived fell into transgression. But woman will be preserved through the bearing of children. He's saying that women are important in life. He says, women will be preserved through the bearing of children if they continue in faith and love and sanctity with self-restraint. He's... elevating women he's not putting women down he's just showing Mm -hmm. that there's an order god created man first and there's there's a a, a sense of uh of order here not that uh women are less than men i think women are you know women have been used in the bible women were heavily it's not saying that women can't minister because think about it deborah was a judge Miriam was a choir leader. Uh, mm-hmm. There, 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 uh, there was uh, uh, Aquilus, Priscilla and Aquilus, who were Bible teachers, uh, husband and wife. So women are predominant in the in the Bible. Who were the first people to witness the resurrection of Jesus Christ? It was the women, Mary, Mary, yeah. and Ma- Mary Magdalene. There were three women at the at the at the uh, tomb, and they were first to seek the risen Christ. So it's not that God is uh, berating or, or lowering women. Women are equal with men, but there's an order. There's an order in the church. Christ is the head. The man is the pastor. And the woman is, while she ministers in church, she is not to exercise authority over men. If a woman okay. is the pastor of a church, she's exercising authority over Everyone in the church, including all the men, and that's not okay. the order. That's not the order that God has left. You know, I don't want to. I don't want anybody to think that I, that I, you know, think any less of a woman than I do of a man. That we're e- everyone is equal. Men and women are equal. You know, and uh, whatever a man can do, women can do, and I believe that. You know, I believe women can preach in church, but they can't be the pastor of the church. They can't exercise authority in the church. Or I don't believe the Bible allows that. And Paul is certainly saying that here in Timothy. All right. Okay. So we're, we're, uh, so, so there are women pastors and there should not be. I, I, why, yeah, here's the thing. I I think it's okay for a woman to be. A pastor with her husband, while the husband is the authority figure in the church. 
I don't believe okay. I don't believe a woman should be the lead pastor of a church. Okay. I know of a lot of churches who you know the pastor the men are the pastors and the women are like a co-pastor. They you know they preach, they teach and I think it's wonderful, you know, but I don't believe that the woman should be the lead pastor. Okay? And also if there are men in the audience, uh, you know, in the fellowship they should not be preaching over those men. Well, I believe they can preach to the. No, I believe they can preach to. They can preach to the men, but they can't okay. be in authority over the men as the pastor of the church or the lead pastor. All right, I hear you. Okay. Okay, Yolanda. Good question. Okay, thank you thank for calling. You thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Beverly. Hi, Beverly. You're on the Gypsy Hi. Christian Hour. Hi. Hi. Uh, my question is, can spirit be created or destroyed? Oh, no. No, God creates everything. God created the angels, and the angels are spirits, and he created our souls in our body. You know, we're, we're what's called, uh, we are what's called a trichotomy. We are body, soul, and spirit. And God created us all. God created everything. He created our bodies. You know, think of how he, he created Adam from the dust of the earth. Okay? And then he breathed into his nostrils, and Adam came alive. Before God breathed into his nostrils, that was just a, 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 a created body. There was no life there. But God breathed life into Adam. So God created all of us, including the angels, now, the angels are spirit, and we also have the spirit of our soul. So God creates, but nothing, nothing can destroy either spirit or, or you know, God, nothing can be destroyed. You know, the, 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 the second law of thermodynamics says, or is it the first law of thermodynamics? Nothing, no, it's the first law of thermodynamics. Nothing can be uh, destroyed totally or completely. Uh, you know, if you if you uh, burn wood, you know, even though that wood is no longer wood, you know that that the the it's burnt burnt up in the fire, but the smoke rises and those particles go into the air, and then those particles go into the atmosphere, and they you know they go around the world, whatever. But I'm saying nothing can be destroyed. You, what God creates cannot be destroyed. So is that the reason why there's a hell? Well, because. Uh, uh, unsaved people can't be destroyed, totally annihilated? Well, here's the thing. You know, we were created eternal beings to be eternal, never to die. Our souls will never die. And uh, a soul that is obedient to God and has a relationship with God and loves the Lord will be with him forever in eternity. The one who is disobedient or uh, rejects Jesus Christ, unfortunately, will suffer in hell for eternity. The soul is never destroyed. You know, the soul that lives shall never die. And, uh, yeah. it, it, you know, it's, it's it, the only difference is the soul that believes in Christ will live in eternal bliss and, and, and blessing in, in, in God's presence. And the soul that rejects Christ, well, will be separated from him for eternity. Yeah, because some, some teach that Jesus was created, some believe. Yeah, I know that, but that's totally, 
erroneous and it's, uh, it's, it's wrong doctrine. It's the doctrine of Satan to say that Jesus was created. It's, it's heresy. I mean, in the beginning was uh, the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. You know, when the, when the uh, Jehovah Witnesses uh, put a little word in there, A, he was a God, they changed the entire uh, uh, Bible, really, because they say Jesus was a God, a created being. Jesus was not a created being. He says, I am the Alpha and Omega. We just read it a little while ago. I am the beginning and I am the end. You know, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. He is everything. Jesus is the answer to everything. He's not a created being. He is God incarnate. You know, he's the Theanthropus, the God-man. You know, the only person that ever walked this earth with two natures, a human nature and a divine nature. He is fully God and fully man at the same time, and non-created, uncreated. You know, he's he's God. He's the second person of the Trinity. Okay, Beverly? That, 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 could I, that, I don't know where that scripture is, but it's that scripture where it says the firstborn of creation. Is, and they're referring to Jesus. Is that because he's going to be over the new creation? No, no. You know, the firstborn uh, can be translated also preeminent, okay? Mm-hmm. He is over all creation. He created all things. He's not a created being. They misinterpret that scripture. He's not the firstborn of all things. He is the preeminence of all things, you know that's that's a better uh, interpretation, better better translation. And uh, the, the one more question I want to ask you. I just remembered this one. What what does the seed of a woman mean? I, I know well, I can understand. Well, Beverly, I'm woman. sorry, sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off. Can you call me back next week? I'm all out of time. The music is playing in the background. They're telling me I have to sign off. So that's a good question. Let's answer it next week. Call me back next week. We'll be here on the air. Okay, Beverly? Okay, thank you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Wow, a lot of questions tonight. How about that, Cole? Well, anyway, well, that's our time. Our time is up. It's so fast. It goes by so fast. Well, listen, I'm so glad you joined us tonight. I hope you were blessed. I felt the Lord's blessing tonight. I hope you did, too. Remember, God is always with you. He loves you. And we want to just... Take that time and that appreciation to the Lord and just thank Him for everything. Be in church. Follow the Lord. Seek Him in all that you do, say, and think. From all of us here at the Gypsy Christian Hour, thank you for joining us. We'll be here back next week. God bless you and good night.